0: Welcome to the Reckoning Podcast, where we stoke a campfire, gather around, and have real-life conversations with old friends, new friends, professionals, and just shoot the shit. Reckoning all things from hunting, outdoors, beauty, entrepreneurship, relationships, life, and more. It's all just a reckoning. Another solo episode. (laughs) I know. I know, believe me, if anybody's sick of hearing myself talk or me talk, it's me. Obviously, I want to have guests on this. Like the whole gist of the show is shooting the shit around the campfire with people. Um, However, I don't know if I've already bitched about this, but I was having issues with my emailing service and technology and connecting and like was in communication with people coming on and then nothing was getting... Even though I was replying nothing was getting sent, blah, blah, blah. So that's all working great now. And then last week, I was the sickest I've been in like 15 years with bronchitis and strep. So we're getting back into the swing of things. Okay, people? But I figured it's now February technically. But January and everybody's getting back on the train of realizing summer's around the corner gonna be out exploring in the woods you've got hunts hopefully coming up in the fall or the spring um and it's just time to get your shit together I've noticed that there is an upward rise in like you guys looking at our health and fitness stuff which is awesome there was like a lot of questions still surrounding my journey uh if you listened I have a few episodes with some nutrition coaches so in episode 17 with my coach Brittany Eldridge we kind of talk about my journey. I have a moment um, where I get very vulnerable and I actually have a couple tears, but I had a really great response about that and that it was relatable. A lot of people feel that way and that's why I left it in there is I know I'm not the only mom or dad to feel that way. So this kind of fills in the gaps of my backstory, what I did, how I got in the mindset to get there, kind of real raw, honest conversation about the tips, the things I ate, the programs I did, and I'm obviously still going, like, hi, we're just off of the holidays, and it's time to really hone it in for myself as well, but I have to say, having this routine now that I have, that I kind of outline, And these tools in my toolbox make it much easier to do so. So if you're interested in that, then keep on listening. So I have some notes. It's honestly sad that my notes are so big on my screen that it's giving me like jitterbug phone vibes. And I have my glasses on. Is this almost 33 people? So first and foremost, I am not... A fitness professional or a nutritionist so this is my personal experience I'm obviously like not telling you to do this um seek out a professional but it always helps to hear someone's story so now that that's out of the way uh I had give you a little bit of backstory I had my second son in 2016 honestly leading up to getting pregnant I was probably at my most healthiest physically And remained true to this during my pregnancy, aside from, like, really bad morning sickness. LOL, morning sickness all freaking day. But I worked out during my pregnancy. I went hunting and hiking up until the day before I went into labor. I think we went for, like, two days. Cooper and I would go shed hunting. I say that in quotations because it's like a little hill by our house, but hey, we could have found something. We would go out hiking every day, and then um, I think we went turkey hunting, I think, just a couple days before I actually went into labor. Yeah, I took, I took a change of clothes and a towel in case my water broke. Little did I know that was not going to be enough if that happened. Anywho, but because I believe because I was so like physically active during that time it helped lead to an incredible delivery experience for me I was able to do a v-back you don't know what that is it's a vaginal birth after c-section my oldest was a c-section push I only pushed for like 15 to 20 minutes and obviously I'm no stranger to all the factors that are involved in pregnancy and labor there's so many things that are out of our control no matter how much we prepare but I was able to do that and I think it did help as far as like making me stronger and pushing in my mindset. Um, but after my second baby, I seemed, I felt like I was bouncing back fairly quickly uh, right after I had him, and I ended up getting an IUD, which ended up going through my uterus, and I had to have that surgically removed. Another story for another time. Yeah, one in a million, and that's me. And then I ended up getting a hormonal birth control, and honestly, my body just seemed to blow up after that meaning, like, I just started to pack on the pounds. Like, my body was, I don't know if it was, like, going through trauma, obviously the hormones, and that's why I tell you all that is that's kind of the backstory of what had happened. So in 2018, I had finally had it. I remember especially, like, a pivotal moment for me after going on a family vacation to Michigan with my oldest son and seeing those, like hard real honest raw candid photos that you know others take of you it was like oh this is why I'm feeling this way like yeah my my clothes really aren't fitting because they're not fitting and looking in the mirror honestly I know some of you have felt this way like looking at my body and feeling that way was looking at a body i had never seen before and this is two years after I'd had my baby So above all else, I was just mentally breaking. I was hiding and I was hiding in life. I wasn't playing with my kids because I was so depressed and I couldn't even keep up with them. My body just wouldn't even do what I was used to it doing. You know what I mean? You've got that mindset of like, oh, I can go do that. But then your body goes to do it and it's not happening. And if you've been there, you know, you kind of just like start to shut down and like, I'm just not going because I don't feel confident in me. So I wasn't socializing. (laughs) And by not socializing, I mean, like, really not socializing because we know I don't socialize. Uh, And I didn't want to go on adventures. I usually would want to be able to go and do things and go hiking or go somewhere. And I would just always be like, I'm good. I'll I'll stay at home. And with that, I wasn't connecting with my kids. I wasn't doing the things that made me me and genuinely made me want to go out and do things. And... I obviously, with that, I wasn't feeling confident myself, I wasn't feeling sexy, and therefore I wasn't connecting with my husband. Sorry, Cody. (laughs) I really get real and honest on the episode with Britt about those feelings, so you can go back and listen to that, but that's kind of the gist of it. After that breaking point, I got real with myself. I was sick of my own shit, and I knew the only person that could move my body decide what I was putting in it, how I was going to feel, and change it, was me. The first thing I did is I got my hormones figured out. This isn't for everybody. This was for me personally. Like I mentioned above, you heard my story about hormones and birth control and all that. And just, I knew like my body wasn't feeling good and things were panicking. And along with like checking my vitamin D and my nutrients, things like that. So I could feel it was off and I knew the circumstances that were leading up to this. Again, everybody's different. Um, For example, I have endometriosis, and because of this, I worked closely with midwife and doctor and a form of birth control that was good for me, and we went with the old snippety snip. With that and coming off of those hormones and not being on birth control, it took some time, but honestly, I've never felt better even with endometriosis. I tweaked some of my eating things, which I'll discuss later. Once I kind of got that into play and like I knew um, I had that piece working because for me that had to be functioning for me to do the rest, you know, and then it was good for me because I also talked to somebody about like how I was feeling depression wise and that a big part of that was my vitamin D was so low that they had to put me on stuff and we had to change eating with that. Once I got that, I started to move my body. Nothing crazy. I just started to push myself, meaning when the kids wanted to play, I would play with them and be present. That was another big thing is I wanted to know, like, putting my phone somewhere else and I was going to play with them. I was going to push myself. I was going to jump on the trampoline like I used to, go on walks. When they asked to go on a walk around the block, I would go on a walk around the block. Walks became some of my favorite things because it was something easy to do while connecting with my kids or myself by listening to, like, a podcast or something. Hint, hint. And then started like going on hikes when, even when I didn't feel like it, even when I was like blah or self-conscious, I did it. So I would say start to push yourself. It doesn't have to be anything huge, but just start moving. Try and even just hit those 10,000 steps a day. I think honestly, once I figured out my hormones and just moving my body, that's when I really started to see changes. Move, move, move. So many of us are sedentary when it comes to sitting at a desk all day or coming home and just scrolling through our phones even if you feel like you need to do that get your ass on a treadmill by doing this this then kind of started that snowball snowball effect this gave me more energy I guess having been like a former athlete growing up I had always done sports it just it made my heart happy and I started to feel like it was starting to click again it motivated me to start branching out to like my old workouts like once I started moving getting that snowball effect it's like okay now I kind of want to start lifting weights oh like I could do Zoom, but that's a fun way to move like and learn a dance and kind of feel sexy Uh, and then even just start swimming with the kids who cares like I'm gonna put on I don't feel confident in this swimsuit but I'll get a swimsuit that I feel comfortable in so that I can just go and be with my kids which was huge I highly suggest that quit trying to fit into your old shit (laughs) get something you feel cute and comfortable in and go and then when my oldest saw me starting to do this he immediately jumped in and joined me because this was the things that we used to do together it was familiar and fun to him and he became my accountability buddy that was non-judgmental he was just always like hey mom can we work out and that went a long ways and as every parent knows when they start watching you and you see that that's trickling down to them, there's nothing more empowering and more motivating than knowing that you're being an example like that for your kids. I always want my kids to know that like going outdoors and enjoying yourself or hiking or fueling your body with good nutrient foods and then having a tree is fine. But if it just becomes second nature to them, then we're breaking so much of what We've all had a battle in the past. I then, probably, so that would be like summertime. So then the fall, I joined a functional fitness program in class. So what had happened is my accountability, my oldest, Coop, he was about to be in school all day. And I knew I wanted to really push myself and have a game plan and get back to me. I also, I knew he was going to be in school, I wasn't even looking to hit... Like, I wasn't going to have my accountability buddy anymore. Um, But he was in school. He was busy doing his thing. And I kind of had this, like, mindset. Like, if Cooper goes every day and he can go do something scary, like going to school... This is the introvert of me, okay? Like, he can go to school and branch out. He's going to somewhere new, like a school, and he doesn't know who his classmates are or his teacher. And if he can go every day to school and he can go push himself, whether it's physically or mentally, just learning things, doing new things, um, he's doing hard things. School's freaking hard. If he can go and do that every day and he continues to show up, why can't I do something like that in my life? And for me, this was obviously going to a class. I wasn't looking to hit some crazy physique. I just wanted to get back to me again. And so this was big for me because I was working from home and I was starting to shake my depression. So that's when that mindset changed. So getting out of the house and socializing felt like a really good, scary as shit option. Because Honestly, Cooper inspired me. If he can go do those things, why should I not take that into my adult life and do the same thing? And it is something that's good for me and what I needed. The mindset of like a parent, right? Do you guys have these, like when you watch your kids do things, you're like, oh, I could use that in my life for this. So that's what I did. I joined a class. I ended up like, you know, I went to a CrossFit class and it was kind of a set time Monday through Friday, and I had most of the same people that were there showing up. So it kind of gave me that accountability. I had done my workouts at home, but I knew if I had a class, like I said, that I just went to, I had a coach there to help me, to push me. I love like the idea of a coach being there. I love being like someone yell at me, tell me to go harder or farther, faster, You can do heavier, things like that. I knew that would be really good for my competitive mindset. And just to show up and have a design program where I didn't have to think about it. There's so many other things in life I have to think about and worry about and plan. That I knew if I just showed up at 9.15, I had my coach there. I had my, um, my friends, my workout buddies. And I would just go there and get it done. And it was done and over. Also, it gave my toddler time to go socialize with the other kids and he became my new workout buddy or accountability buddy because he loved to see his friends and he liked to work out. Um, so he was always asking like is it time to go to crossFit? Honestly, having this made my routine and making it a habit easy and not having to overthink it. I did this for three years. It was pivotal for me. It was the foundation to my success hands down. I now have both kids in school full time and I have a pretty decent home gym that I've built out over the years. It's nothing fancy, but it's functional. Like <laughs> down in my basement, there's still the insulation hanging, but it's functional and it works and I literally can get my workouts in. So now I do the powher.fit programs in my home gym, but I use the structure of going to a gym slash class and getting it done. What do I mean by this? Like my example is basically I treat it like I would be going to my class. In the mornings, I get my workout clothes on before I take the kids to school. I drink my coffee and eat my carb, usually my apple while I drive them. And then I come home, grab my AirPods and head downstairs to the home gym. I log on to my app to see what my workout is. I knock it out and then I go on with my day. Having something like that is a game changer. Even if you've gotten the routine of going to the gym or you have a gym, are you really utilizing your time while being there? <laughs> or are you like kind of dilly-dallying? To get more granular with the workouts that I did, I, like I mentioned, did CrossFit. So I did functional fitness um, and hit workouts with my class And now that I'm doing the power fit program, I'm doing a like bikini cut, not like a competition. We ain't that serious around here. Okay. (laughs) But I am trying to cut and get ready for the summer and really push my body. So I'm doing kind of split training where I do strength training on upper body one day. Then I do cardio. Then I do like a hit and then I do legs And then I do cardio and then do I, I do like a full body kind of a situation where I'm doing both strength training, cardio and HIIT workouts. And I'm really loving it. It's a 12 week program and they have a whole bunch of different options for depending on, you know, your goals. I will say the biggest thing with my training and what I choose to do for fitness is I always wanted to try and Help me achieve my goals, but my biggest thing and why I'm working out is one for the mental clarity, and two, I want to be able to go and do things. I want to utilize it. So when I'm doing cardio, you know, I'll run sometimes, and other times I'm doing weighted inclines with the pack so that it will help when I'm in the field and I'm hunting and packing out, or as well as, you know, like farmer carries or sandbag throws things like that that I know I'm using my body the way that it's meant to be used and I can take it and use it go longer further faster harder my tip would be find something that works for you that you enjoy and you can make into a routine I highly suggest a program like I said that you just log into or that you just do or you go to a class you know you you hit it at the same time every day or whatever day it is. Plus you have some friends that hold you accountable and that hopefully you find some kick-ass friends like I did. Once I felt like working out and fueling my body well, like watching portions, being more mindful of whole foods. Once I felt like that was kind of a routine and it It really was a routine. Like I didn't have to overthink it. It didn't feel like I had to put a lot of effort into it. It kind of was just going with the flow of my day. That's when I was really ready to hone it in. I felt like I had made it to a point where not that I had plateaued, but I like, okay, all of the tools that I have in my toolbox I've used. Now I need to reach out to somebody else that has more information um, that can really help me. Tune this in. Luckily, my then coach of CrossFit class was also a nutrition coach, aka Brit, and I trusted her, trust her with my whole heart, and I seen what she did for others. The biggest thing, like you've heard me say, I did not want to feel restricted. This was super important to me, as so many others that grew up in the 90s or early 2000s diet culture. I knew that if I was restricted, it wouldn't work. I would Most likely just binge if I'm told, like, I can't do one thing, then, like, hi, I do it. Wanted something maintainable, and I went into it knowing that it would take time, but I was okay with that because I felt like that would give me maintainable results that would be healthy. I wanted to feel my body from the inside out. Gut health was important to me. Having, again, a healthy relationship with food while feeding my body properly to do what it needs in a day or, you know, going out on my adventures and working with somebody that knew like, hey, yeah, like to have a body that looks like this would be really cool. But also, I really kind of like being able to help my husband pack out our animals or be able to go on long, hard hikes and get deep into the back country, feeling like I can do that without being extremely exhausted and doing functional fitness and working with somebody like that. That was huge, which is Brit. (laughs) For me, our focus was to slowly start creating healthy habits. Each week was something new. She kind of gave me building blocks like Legos. Like each week, we would kind of pack something else onto that once I got it down. And now, so many of those things are again just habits that just Mm -hmm. are in place. But it made it to where it was maintainable and it wasn't overwhelming and it wasn't something that I would just stop doing because it was a slow process of building in those healthy habits over time. We did this while tracking my food and taking my calories and macros, or also known as macronutrients, which are your protein, carbs, fat, for us, fiber as well. We took those into consideration because I was obviously still trying to lose weight, so I needed to be in a deficit, which means I needed to be expending so many calories a day and eating X amount of calories and having a deficit between those two but the key was i she i was was an M fueling my body like there is no 1200 calories over here okay girlfriend likes to eat <laughs> and eat well if you want to listen to like the full breakdown of working with my nutrition coach and macros and action steps and all that like i said you've heard me mention it a couple times in this podcast but you can listen to episode 17 with Britt eldridge and that kind of breaks that all down another thing that I worked on that I think totally helped as well was reducing my alcohol intake <laughs> I know some of you guys are like mm, that's a hard no for me but it's more or less finding like the routine and why I liked having like a glass of wine at night but how can I replace that with something that's calming and the routine of that and then enjoying my glass of wine you know on the weekend versus all the time because I'm also finding for myself personally and this is something you know determined for yourself but I feel so much more clear the next day uh, especially with the goals that I have for not only physically to want to get downstairs and get my workout in, but also feel my body properly because I'm not getting a little bit tipsy and being like, hmm, I should have like a quesadilla. Sounds fun. And the next morning you're like, fuck. (laughs) So there's that. And there's also, I just have a lot more mental clarity not having my glass of wine a couple times a week versus like just saving it for the weekends or whatever. You got to figure out what works for you. That was something that I slowly did, and as Brittany and I, I think we discussed, you know, they say the Vizzy is only two grams of carbs, but really alcohol macros and alcohol carbs are different. So they're actually about 25 to 30 grams of carbs for that drink. So it can really add up, and deciding how exactly you want to use your Carbs for the day. And again, this depends on my day and what I've been doing and the situation. Those are the foundational steps for me making sure my body was working like it's supposed to. (laughs) And then I found me a program or a class that I loved going to and that I could keep going to, I was excited about, that I crave. And then I started working with a nutrition coach. I know a lot of people are always asking like, what's kind of a breakdown of what you, what do you eat to lose weight or maintain? My answer is always whole foods. People are amazed like, no, I don't do keto. I'm not restricting carbs, which is crazy. (laughs) When you uh, grow up in 90s and 2000s, wild. Kind of a breakdown of what I eat, vegetables galore. Besides root vegetables, but this is only because I have an intolerance to them, like potatoes, starch. So that's just specifically to me. If it's green, it's a go. I like to keep fresh salads, so like spinach and arugula. Oh my god, I love arugula. I keep salad kits on hand all the time. Frozen veggies. I love frozen veggies because there's so many different options and they don't go bad. And it's easy just to either you can pop in the microwave and make or, you know, make some like burn broccoli or something i eat so much damn fruit i love fruit i'm the weird person that's like fruits like candy for me that but like eating fruit this one was kind of a mind game at first because carbs are not bad and neither is fruit like eat yourself a damn banana girlfriend yeah (laughs) that one like blows people away but i do i eat fruit a couple times during the day i always have on hand apples clementines bananas blueberries frozen berries just a few those are kind of like always on hand okay i'm trying not to lose my voice after this most i've talked in like two weeks protein Eating this much good, delicious protein took some time to build up to for me. This was one of those foundational blocks. I was not used to eating a high-protein diet, but I have to say my body loves it. I was amazed by almost... I told Britt one time, I was like, I don't feel so stupid anymore. Like, I feel like my brain is properly fueled because I'm eating these carbs and this protein and these good, healthy fats, and it feels like my body can actually function. I don't feel like I can't find words anymore. My go-tos for protein are egg whites, wild game, obviously, like elk, deer, bison, seafood, love salmon, cod, and shrimp. Those are easy to have on hand. And then the usuals, you know, like you always see chicken, turkey, pork, good quality deli meats, a good one. I'm all about like quick, easy, efficient. And then obviously I'll do... At first, I had to do more protein powder than I do now. Now it's kind of like an occasional treat or if I'm on the go. So I'll do protein powder. You know my favorites, the Mountain Ops Ammo. Also, their protein bars are insane. They're soft and they're gooey. There's no chalkiness there. If you want to see our favorites for Mountain Ops stuff, you can go to thereckoningpodcast.com forward slash MTN OPS. I also love things like the... Um, Mighty muffin cups. What are they called? Who is it by? Flapjack mighty muffins. Oh my gosh they're so good. You add a little water to them. They're like a treat. Perfect if you're like having that time of month or need a sweet something or other. They also have a pancake mix. FYI. (laughs) And then I also eat my fats that I have are avocado and goat cheese is my like holy girl I also do nuts and then for another treat like the so delicious ice cream bars are really good as far as grain goes like I mentioned I can't eat starchy foods modified food starches and a whole bunch of packaged things including like pre-cooked chicken I cannot have that I can't have gluten or dairy (laughs) I know this was a big thing for me as well as far as helping with my endometriosis there's a lot of different research out there for it. And for me personally, it has made a very big difference when it comes to the gluten and the dairy. Keep that in mind, but I do okay on occasional oats or I'll make like homemade buns with almond flour, things like that. I always have these Siete tortillas in my fridge. Those are grain free, however, and I do okay on corn tortillas. So we do a lot of street tacos at our house. like always a taco. Again, this is like just for my body specifically, but before I had kind of figured all these things out, I would keep things like rice on hand or quinoa, oats. There's all kinds of different grains you could have. I think the really cool thing too with tracking is once you start to really pay attention to your body, it is very interesting to see what you do well on and what you don't do well on. Like they always say, like food is either medicine or poison. For me specifically, it seems to be true. If you want to see like my exact shopping list and some of my favorite recipes that I use weekly, like uh, bolognese, what else do I have in there? I think I have overnight oats or uh, I should I should look and learn. I don't know. I have a breakfast one. I know I have my lunch ones, obviously my big ass salad bowl. And then I think the bolognese is in there. Uh, but I have my grocery list for just your regular market. Walmart just whatever your market is I have a Costco list and I also have kind of my favorites for counting macros and working out if you need like give me the details I want to read it and see it all if you want to see all that you can go to the reckoningpodcast.com forward slash ebooks it's free just put your email in and they'll send it to you so then you can see my full shopping list so I'm not sitting here forever some people are kind of curious like okay Like, but what exactly do you eat in a day? Uh, It varies, clearly, whose doesn't. But I do have, like I said, the things that I keep on hand that are kind of my tried and true recipes that I know I have it. It's easy. I know it's not going to take away from my work. It's quick. It's delicious and it's nourishing and it hits my macros and helps me stay on track. You can see on my Instagram at Brittany Long. Wait, what is it? At Brittany.Long on Instagram, there's I think a highlight if you go to my profile and then there's a highlight that I think it says like Macro Mills or something like that. And you can kind of see I do day in the life of what I eat or whatever you would call it to kind of give you an idea. Usually, like I mentioned, I will have my coffee. I'll do that usually with Fairlife milk that I froth and some Black Rifle coffee. And then I'll drink one to two cups of that in the morning sometimes three after I get home, but usually I'm drinking one of those while I kind of start my morning routine. And then as I drive to school with the boys, I'm drinking my coffee and I'm eating usually a Honeycrisp or a Granny Smith apple so that I'm getting those carbs before my workout. I feel really good on that. Then I come home, get my workout in. Obviously I'm drinking water throughout my workout. And then I finish my workout and I try and get protein in after I will either, if I'm in kind of a hurry, depending on my day, I will just make me a quick protein shake with my Mountain Ops Ammo. I usually use the chocolate. I usually just do it plain unless I'm wanting a little extra something or it's been like in the summer a hot workout. Then I'll make it a scoop of the chocolate or the poppy seed, which I really love, but it's always out of stock because it's lemon poppy seed. It's delicious. Anywho, I digress. The scoop of chocolate... Protein powder and half a banana and some ice and blend it together. Or I will make my favorite, which is what I normally make. I will do like 236 grams, get specific, of egg whites, 10 ounces of broccoli, and then goat cheese, like one and a half ounces of goat cheese. Uh, I will either, I always top it with Cholula, and I will either eat that plain or I will. Warm up two Siete tortillas and have like a little breakfast taco situation. Then for lunch, I will either make me some wraps with my Siete tortilla wraps and some prepped chicken or whatever leftover me I have, often some bison, and make me some kind of wrap with always putting arugula or spinach inside of there some fat with some probably some goat cheese again some mustard just keep it really simple or you know I like my big ass salads where I do a salad kit I love the salad kit from Costco I can't remember what it's called I think it's called the sweet kale salad kit from Costco I do a can of tuna in that toss it all together really quick and then i just hold on to my big ass bowl and i eat my salad that one's a great one and then i'm always eating berries throughout the day i might have a greek yogurt and then i will have dinner which is normally some type of what do we got some like wild game some elk roast bison roast chicken, salmon, some kind of protein, usually a lean protein. All those are fairly lean proteins. And then I will do some type of vegetables, kind of do like a stir fry situation. And then if I have, depending on how much I've snacked throughout the day, usually I'm fairly busy and I haven't been snacking. uh, I might have some macros left and I'll either have a so delicious like ice cream bar or I will make a Mighty Muffin protein cup because that's kind of like dessert and then I will usually finish with a cup of slumber or if it's you know the night that I decide to have a glass of wine uh, if we do something like pasta or pizza obviously you have to have a glass of wine with that um, then I'll have my glass of wine and usually not need to do my slumber because they kind of one's relaxing and one's relaxing you know that's kind of what I'm eating in a day. Um, oh, and always snacking on like cucumbers, peppers, and tomatoes. As you can tell, my journey was slow and steady. Uh, when I started, I always said to myself, the time is going to pass regardless. So are you going to do something with it when the next whatever week, month, year comes? Are you going to be a better version of yourself? Like this shit's going to pass anyways. What are you going to do with this time? Or are you going to look back in X amount of time, and still be at the same spot? I always want this answer to be yes. Like, I bettered myself. Whether this is personally, mentally, physically, financially, whatever it is, that time's going to pass anyways. It's going to be March next month regardless, and then the summer's coming anyway. So are you going to do something with it, or are you just going to let it come by and be like, shit, I wish I would've? If any part of what... I said like you're in I feel for you I really really do I send out all the good kick-ass vibes for you and honestly when it comes down to it I would just suggest doing what works for you X Y and Z is not going to be for everybody but maybe like take a piece out of that like oh, I should kind of do that and tweak this do that don't be afraid to have those hard conversations with yourself where you reevaluate what's working, what's not working. Is there, whether it's going into like, you know, your workout routine, what you're eating, who you're surrounding yourself with, even? Reevaluate it and don't be afraid to change it. Subtle tweaks and changes are what make all the difference. Find your rhythm, find your groove. Is that the like bobsled thing? I don't know. We should watch that tonight. And do something that you can stick with and maintain. That's the biggest thing. If you find something that you love or that you're craving and you can stick with, you can maintain, you can go back to, or you feel like a badass doing it, that is where you're going to keep going back to it, stay consistent, and see those changes. (sighs) I hope kind of the backstory... And what I did was helpful and you were able to take something out of it. If you heard me mention anything, you can look in the show notes, just scroll up what you're listening to and it'll be outlined there and you can click on it and see more. You can read the show notes. It gives like the full breakdown, my jitterbug phone (laughs) notes, and you can read more about that. If you have any questions about it, I'm an open book please feel free to ask me questions or if you found it helpful, please don't forget to, you know, take a screenshot of you listening to it and share it on social media or share it to somebody that may find it beneficial. And I'm excited to, you know, get those guests on. So hopefully my emails start working. If not, I'm going to have to create an email account. So until next week. Please don't forget to subscribe. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating and review. It seriously helps more than you know. If you took something away from this podcast or you enjoyed it, please take a screenshot of you listening to it or a selfie and tag us on Instagram at the Reckoning Podcast or me at Brittany Long. We're excited to chat with you next week.